received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts. It's UFC Las Vegas 47, Hermanson versus Strickland, the third card of 2022. More importantly, the first of six cards in a row, knowing that there are fight cards backed up behind us that will present us great opportunity as well. Fight cards on the 12th of February, we have a future position on. Let's clean up two weeks ago, UFC 270. We got a little greedy, a two unit investment, Cyril Ghosn, a total of 2.4 units, lost pushes us to three and three minus a half a unit for the evening if i had the chance to do it all again would i use one unit on Ghana? more than likely yes however there's no way i'm gonna shy away from an opportunity when i see it we're gonna remain aggressive and try and pick the right spots for full unit wagers, half unit wagers of which we have a couple this week, and the two unit wager, which the next time we shoot that, we will hit that. For the year, five and four stands the About Business podcast with a total profit of 0.75 units. Let's invest that this week and see if we can't enhance our position moving into next week's UFC 271. We have one ticket alive, one future parlay. It was released two weeks ago. Jared Cannonier minus 175 teamed up with Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, minus 180. That return is plus 1.4 units. Those two fights are on next week's card, headlined by Adesanya and Whitaker. Now, currently, the price on Cannonier has only gone up a nickel and it's only gone up a dime on the beast. So listeners that didn't get the future release two weeks ago, don't pay much a penalty. Cannoneer minus 180 teamed to the beast minus 190 returns a plus 1.37. That is recommended today. It was recommended two weeks ago. And without much further ado, let's talk about this week's card. Round one, we're going to go to the undercard for a couple of bantamweight ladies, Julia Stoliarenko, Lithuanian fighter, against Alexis Davis, a Canadian fighter. Davis 2011, mean as a junkyard dog. However, she's lost four of her last fights. Her win to Mazo was uh, an impressive win, and it shows what Davis can do 
when she's matched up against talent similar to her. Now, her last out, she got beat by Kianzid, a loss that I think she'd rather have back. I think she's better than Kianzid. However, Arroyo, Jennifer Maya, Caitlin Chukagian have all beat her, but those are top-line women in the Bantamweight division. Stoliorenko, on her end, has not fought near the level of competition, and she's lost to decent UFC caliber. Davis opened minus 190, and the over 2.5 minus 250. Anyone listening to the Bout Business podcast by now understands that we do pick a little bit on the lady fighters and the smaller sized fighters under 155 pounds and often count on those fights going the full distance. In this case, we will believe that this fight too, based on the tip on the over being minus 250 to the over two and a half, that the winner of this fight's more than likely going to prevail via decision. We're going to take Alexis Davis based on her advantage in experience, the fact that she's a little bit older than Stoliorenko, and the fact that she's been in with a much higher caliber athlete. And Davis, via decision, plus 105 will be our choice, as opposed to taking Davis at current rate of minus 230. Let's hope that Stoliorenko can remain durable enough to make it a full 15, but I think Alexis Davis has the experience, the mean, and the drive to win this fight via decision. Alex Davis via decision plus 105. Now let's move into round two. In round two, Philip Rowe versus Jason Witt. Rowe opens minus 165 to Witt plus one. 35-140. Now that line has compressed row minus 125 versus wit plus 100. For the life of me, I don't know how that has that line has moved that way. This fight, we're going to take row. Uh, I really believe that uh, he's a better athlete and has some physical advantages here over a guy in wit that overachieved in his last fight to beat Brian Barbarena. Barbarena, a once proud, dynamic UFC warrior, is a shell of his former self now because of back injuries and, and other issues. In this fight, Philip Rowe, five inches the taller man, four years the younger man, 10-inch reach advantage arms, four-inch reach advantage legs, and he's really versed in BJJ. His striking has really come and improved. Witt is all about striking, but he's not very athletic. He's short, he's stocky. On top of it all, he's chinny and has been iced. This is a fight where we're going to split one unit two ways. In that, we're going to take row 63 cents to win 50 cents, or a half a unit on row minus 125, straight up. We're also going to take Roe inside the distance, that's plus 125, for a half a unit. So the investment here is going to be, it looks like 1.13 units out between Roe straight up for a half a unit and Roe inside the distance for a half a unit. 
That's round two. Let's move into round three. Round three. It's interesting that in this fight, I really went into the handicap planning on taking one fighter. And when I got done with my final research, watching the weigh-ins and everything else, I landed on the other fighter. And for that reason, this will be just a half a unit bet as well. We're still in the prelims. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Chitty, no Jukawani. He's a middleweight fighter taking on Mark andre Barrio. In this fight, I'm going to call him Cheedy just because I'm not going to be able to pronounce that last name a, a hundred times. Cheedy's 20 and 7. He's coming into the UFC on a debut, and, and he's really been around. He, he's coming via contender, but he's had uh, serious fights at LFA and at Bellator. So this is a step up for him and a big opportunity to get his shot in the UFC at 33 years old. Believe me, he's focused. He's two inches the taller man. He's two years older. So at 33, he has no more time to ripen. His time is right now. Chidi will have a six inch reach advantage with the arms and a two inch reach advantage with his legs. Besides being a much more athletic, faster specimen, I think Chidi Nojakuani really has the potential to light up Mark andre Barrio in this fight. Now, Barrio, who opened minus 160 Canadian, has recently been training at Sanford MMA. He's getting a higher caliber of training partner there, and it's shown in his last two fights, wins over Izatar and Lungiambula. Now, these are not high-level UFC fighters, but the UFC, in their wisdom, is pitting the up-and-coming Cheaty against the journeyman Barrio to see which man moves forward from here. Over-under in this fight, lined at 2.5, minus 165 to the over, tells me that this is a competitive fight. I think that if Cheaty can use his athleticism. Now it's a smaller cage, so it's going to be harder to maintain distance from a guy like Barrio that's going to want to come in and get a hold of him. But if Chidi can use his athleticism, his range, and his striking, he's a Muay Thai-based striker, then I think he stands a real good chance in this fight. Barrio open minus 160, Chidi plus 140. Currently, that line's compressed. Barrio now minus 125, Chidi plus 105. We're going to look to the props here, invest a half a unit in Chidi via decision plus 250. I'm confident enough with the over-under at 2.5 line minus 165 to the over that if Chidi's going to have this fight go his way, it's going to be accumulation, movement, athleticism, and keeping Barrio at range. And that's the way we're going to bet this one. Round three, Chidi Nujakowani via decision plus 250. That's a half a unit investment. 
This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming. And now they're delivering the perfect package to your doorstep before Valentine's Day. The Performance Package 4.0 is their best deal yet and includes the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer, weed whacker nose and ear trimmer, travel bag, and anti-chafe boxer briefs. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LOO20. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code LOO20. Now let's move into round four. In round four, we're going to play the half-unit investment game again. However, this will be a straight-up bet. This fight is a featherweight fight. It's going to kick off the main card. Julian Arosa against Steven Peterson. In this fight, we're going to fade Erosa for a couple of reasons. Erosa's chinny, and he's a very, very heavy favorite. And by that, I mean he'll win a couple of fights. People will start to believe in him. He'll come a big chalk, minus 200, minus 250, and he's minus 275 in this fight. And that's when he ends up stubbing his toe. In this fight, he'll have some size on Peterson. Erosa at one time fought 155, so he's big at 145 pounds. He'll have three inches of height. He's a lefty and five inches of reach. Erosa really is a grappler submission specialist and somewhat awkward on the feet. Now he takes in a guy in Peterson who my initial reservation with him was is that he used to fight at 135. He moves up to 145, and I thought there was just going to be too much size difference between these two for me to try and go after an aggressive, young power striker like Peterson. Now, that said, today at weigh-ins, Peterson sauntered onto the scale 149. Four pounds over the 145, three pounds over the 146 limit. And he stepped on the scale with an hour 15 minutes remaining. That tells me a couple things. Number one, he's done cutting weight and he's not going to kill himself and compromise his performance to make the weight. Number two, Peterson's no dummy. Erosa being a wrestling, grappling kind of a fighter is going to have a much harder time taking down a stout, heavier fighter who's fresh and hasn't had to cut all the weight than otherwise. Yes, I think Peterson's manipulating the system here a little bit and being the power striker, being the aggressor, and facing a guy in Erosa who's a little bit chinny I think that Peterson stands a fighting chance in this bout. Current pricing, Erosa minus 300, Peterson plus 250, bring it on. We will look at Steven Peterson plus 250, half a unit. That's round four. Now let's get into round five. Round five, we're going to the co-main event. Two left-handed middleweights. Boy, if these guys were both power punchers, we could have a lot of fun with this. But in this fight, as well, the main event, we have grappler wrestler against striker. And it makes for fascinating fight watching. In this fight, Soriano, again a lefty, minus 200. He's the fave. 
He's really a, got a wrestling background, but he's fallen in love with the power that he possesses in each hand. He's five years older, but only 29, so that's not a negative. Surely has an experience advantage, trains in Vegas at Extreme Couture, and he's off a loss. Soriano's faced the higher level of competition in this fight, and he's really going to have to prepare himself for a guy that's going to attack him and try and negate his space, take away his punching power, drag him to the floor, and try and gain advantage from the wrestling. And that is Maximov, his opponent. Maximov trains with the Diaz brothers, so you know he's plenty gritty and he's game. He comes an underdog in this fight, but he's going to be the larger man. He's going to have some size on Soriano, and he's going to have three inches of reach. Now, Maximov's somewhat uncomfortable on the feet and not fluid, so that reach doesn't come in as much as it does standing up as it may if Maximov can get this fight to the floor. Where this fight is held is going to tell us a lot about how this fight goes. I think Maximov's size and grappling is going to give Soriano some fits. That said, I do like Soriano with the level of competition he's faced and his experience. Soriano sports 100% takedown defense and Maximov's only realized successful takedowns in 30% of his attempts. And I think that's telling. So where are we going with round five? I'll tell you right now. Round five. Fight starts round three minus 110. Now, if you have to, if you don't have that prop and it's available at FanDuel and DraftKings, if you can't get to that prop, you're going to have to play the over two and a half or even the over one and a half lined at minus 170. I just don't like those big negative prices and I do feel that this fight has decision written all over it. Maximov, Soriano, round five. Fight starts round three, minus 110. Let's go to round six in the final position of the day. In round six, we're throwing a parlay at you, and it's the, the top couple of fights on the card. We're going to go to Rachmanov, the Uzbekistan fighter. This guy is a complete vice grip. He's fought Cowboy Oliveira and Miguel Prezeris, two decorated Brazilian fighters. He subbed them both. He opened minus 280 versus a fighter who trains in Brazil but is from Guyana, Charleston Harris. Harris opened 230. Now he's down to, my, to plus 190. There's been some love and line movement to the Harris side. And again, I'm not able to understand why this Rachmanov is the real deal. He's a submission specialist. And I think it's only a matter of time before he either submits Charleston Harris or wins a one-sided decision. We're going to team Rachmanov, currently priced minus 225, with Sean Strickland, currently priced minus 220. He fights... Jack Hermanson in the main event. Strickland was abused as a kid by his dad. And it helps explain the fact that the young man is completely nutso. He's maybe not playing with a full deck. 
And for that reason, he's a scary foe because he's not afraid of anything. He's brash. He fights employing tremendous pressure and tremendous volume. Power isn't really any of his assets. However, he, through accumulation, can batter opponents. Now, his opponent, Jack Hermanson's a step up for Strickland, for Strickland has not faced any one of Hermanson's ilk. Hermanson's level of competition, his experience is advantage, his durability, he went a five full rounds with Marvin Vittori, really are assets for him. However, similar to Soriano and Maximov, Strickland realizes 81% takedown defense. And while he hasn't shown to be a gifted grappler, make no mistake about it, Strickland can grapple. Strickland will be more comfortable grappling on the ground against Hermanson, even though he'll be giving advantage away there, than will Hermanson be trying to stand with Strickland. This fight's going to start on the feet. Hermanson, 36% takedown accuracy. Strickland, 81% takedown defense. I think it's going to be difficult for Hermanson a guy that really doesn't like to get bullied, to be able to meet Strickland in the middle of the cage and bang heads with him like two rams on the side of the mountain. Rather, I think after a competitive round or two, this is going to start going Strickland's way, and I think Hermanson's going to start to wilt under the pressure. Round six, a two-leg parlay, Rachmanov, minus 225, with Strickland minus 220, one unit returns 1.1 unit. So let's review, and then there's a future. Round one, Alexis Davis via decision plus 105. Round two, two half unit bets on Philip Rowe. Rowe minus 125, 63 to win a half. Rowe inside the distance, a half to win 63. That's 0.63 of a unit. Round three, Cheedy via decision, half a unit plus 250. Round four, Steven Peterson plus 250, half a unit. Round five, Soriano Maximov, the co-main event of the evening. This fight starts round three minus 110. For those that can't find that, over one and a half minus 170. Finally, round six is a parlay. We're using Rachmanov, minus 225, tied to Sean Strickland at minus 220. That returns just over a unit, plus 1.1. Now, finally, a future wager. And we're going to try and make future wagers each week on the pod, provided there's a reason to make them. And that is trying to gain advantage over the market for advantage later. In this case, on May 6, Glover Teixeira, light heavyweight champion, is going to face Yuri Prochaska in his first title defense. We'll get into the breakdown later. Prochaska opened minus 180 to 185. I'm looking currently at DraftKings, he's minus 180, and at FanDuel, minus 185. So let's call it minus 185, Yuri Prochaska, 
against Glover Teixeira on a fight that's going to happen on May 6th at UFC 274. It's my opinion that by the time the public realizes what's happening with these two, when it is, and in three, four weeks, we look at this price, it's my opinion, Yuri Prochaska will be minus 210, minus 220 minimum, at least by the time the bell to the first round rings. So future wager for today, Yuri Prochaska, minus 185 against Glover Teixeira. Thank you for tuning in. Good luck at UFC Las Vegas 47. Join us next week where we will recap today's results and also provide tremendous insight for UFC 271, Adesanya Whitaker 2. Thank you so much for listening. Locked into Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh, hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming. And now they're delivering the perfect package to your doorstep before Valentine's Day. The Performance Package 4.0 is their best deal yet and includes the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer, weed whacker nose and ear trimmer, travel bag, and anti-chafe boxer briefs. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LU20. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code LU20.